know there is something about a tangle of strangers, pressed together for days with nothing in common but the need to go from one place to another and never see each other again. My name is Hercule Poirot, and I'm probably the greatest detective in the world. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the Substandard, brought to you by Donors Trust. Donors Trust is a community foundation for the liberty movement. If you want to support groups committed to limited government, personal responsibility, and free enterprise with your charitable giving, you should learn how Donors Trust can simplify your giving. Go to DonorsTrust.org standard right now to get your free investing in liberty guide. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you, the substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Just look under podcasts and search for substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe. Tell your friends and leave a review. Yeah, if you don't subscribe and leave reviews, we're quitting. So you better better do it. Jonah was talking about how he has like 600 reviews already. This is bullshit. He's, he's barely been doing us. To we've get been doing. We've been doing. We're we're past three fifty, which is nice. It's good. It's better than most podcasts. Better and than many ninety nine percent. It's better than many podcasts that we some. can name. But better, better but, than it, some but honestly, podcasts. the the fact that the fact that 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 how that did that happen? Jack and Innie that can rack outrage. up that many reviews. I am I'm disappointed in all of you out there. Sunny doesn't like it. Okay, thank you, Sunny. JVL, how are you? I'm fine. Anything to discuss, talk about? How was I, uh, your week weekend? I almost had to break up with my watch over the weekend. Which watch? Your your iPhone watch? The Apple Series Three Nike Edition. Oh yeah, for it, athletes. It insulted you. So uh, <clears throat> Saturday night, you're actually crying right now. I don't. I, I've never seen you this. I'm sitting at about ten forty five at my dining room table working because this is what I do. And my watch buzzes on my wrist. And my Apple Watch Series 3 Nike Plus Running Edition says to me, Hey, I've noticed that you haven't been as active as you normally are today. If you go out for a brisk 23-minute walk right now, you'll close one of your rings and burn enough calories to have had a good day. What ring is that? Is this one of the Elvish rings? And I, <laughs> is it, Or is it one of the rings given to the dwarves? I looked down to my watch and I nearly took a hammer to it. I was like, I wouldn't be able to. I'm sorry, it. watch. I'm sorry, do, I'm sorry, Mr. Apple Watch. Oh, Tim Cook, do you do you have four children, Tim Cook, that you have to like pant after he all doesn't. day long over the weekend? He does do you not. know what is? No, you don't. Leave me alone. It's Saturday night. <laughs> I'm working. It's because I'm not sitting here playing. Well, why cannot my Apple Watch figure out that I'm not playing Civilization? I am not sitting doing Skyrim or watching Stranger Things. I am working. And yet here it is going, hey, hey, JVL, time to go for a walk. Did it it's 1045 buzz? at night. I have a question. Did it buzz on your wrist? Did yes. it vibrate? Did yep. it say you got, hey, can I, can I actually, I have a serious complaint to level against all of these dumb uh, iWatches. If you're in a movie theater, Oh. Take your take oh your take your iWatch or whatever no, the hell a it is off mode. You can I, switch look, it onto theater I mode. Well, I, I believe I, me, I, I did this look, last night. Look, you put I don't it know on theater mode. I don't I don't know what's going. Be, but when I'm in a movie theater, I swear to God, fifty times during the screening, I'll see like little I'll see clothes. little 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 lights light up all over just because people are turning their wrists and it comes on or because they're getting text messages or whatever. Mm. And I Mm-mm. I want I want to murder everyone. Yeah, that's in terrible. the theater when I see that. That's I just I want to kill them all. Okay. That was my weekend. How are you, boys? Sunny. You, you guys go? You guys know how my weekend was. You got I my did. text messages. Those were the hottest text you got my I've photos. ever received. I sent so many pics. I sent so many. They're not oh selfies, really. Gosh. I took some action shots. <laughs> uh, Do tell. Because Do I, went tell. To, I went to the uh, Golden Grill Buffet or whatever I was gonna, it is yeah, in it's, Bailey's it's, Crossroad. It's, one of, it, it's usually going to have the yeah. name Golden in it yeah. or Hunan. Uh, so go ahead. Golden Hunan the Grill Golden something. Hunan gate. Uh, so we, we, the family, we went to the Chinese buffet that I had mentioned on the show all those months back. Yes, you went. For lunch. And it was really everything I hoped it could be. I have many questions, but yes. you want to talk about okay. it first? Well, first questions? off, okay. it, it was. Uh, I will just say that we were the only Caucasian. Non, Non-Asian. People. Not not non Asian. There were some Hispanic families, oh. but mm. but like I would say, like literal, literally, literally oh, like right behind us, right next yes. to us, right in front of us. Yes, all Vietnamese. 
That's a good sign. So I was, I was, I was immediately happy with the choice yes. that we had yeah, made. That's a good sign. And like they have, they have like a, they have like a kind of American table that has like pasta salad and fruits ooh, and stuff. Uh, avoid ooh. that. This is at that avoid country that. buffet, whatever. That no, place no. Is now. And then there was the next one over was like the Americanized uh, oh, uh, Chinese good. food. That's so you had your, you one. had your sweet and sours and your lo mains uh, and your fried rice and that uh, sort of thing. Right, and I yeah, like that. Yeah, I like that station. Me, yeah. And then the next station over was your like mystery table hardcore and it was like a lot of it was a lot of things that i frankly did not recognize and wow. wasn't gonna there were some like knuckles yeah well i was gonna say pig knuckles probably there was you know <laughs> what else pig intestine yeah pig there intestine, was definitely some probably of that. stuff that looks but inflated. there was also but there was also like a lot of good stuff on that like um the the uh uh, salt and pepper squid, you know, like the yeah, fried squid, yeah, yeah, but it's kind of yeah, spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah like, of course, salt and pepper squid. Uh, and then um, uh, there were also like dumpling, oh, dumpling yeah, plates, uh-huh. but none of them were labeled. <laughs> none of them were labeled. You, you know just had to kind of guess. You, know you had to inside. figure out what was going on. Pork, shrimp balls. Loved it. Uh, so I would just, I just got like one of each and like I would just bite into it and be like, ooh, sweet. Or this, ooh, ooh, savory. Yes. And it was, it was really amazing. And then there was also a sushi table that had like oh. had I, it wasn't how did the sushi it was it, it it wasn't like uh you know I, I it wasn't sushi taro right i'm not like going right, up there right, and getting right. you know like a ten dollar piece of <laughs> gonna get uh, the fugu uh, yeah. uh-huh. of of tuna or anything but it was right. actually pretty it was actually pretty good it didn't smell fishy mm. at all you know yes. it wasn't like mm. it was like and it was and the rolls were well put together and like it was yeah. i was actually i was impressed i was yeah. impressed by the sushi yeah. table good. i didn't get to it because I'm there with my two-year-old daughter who has enough, who has, we have like 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm there with my wife, so we're kind of having to, you know, kind of alternate who gets to go up. And There was also a hibachi station. Oh, wow. Uh, like a kind of a Mongolian grill yeah, style. Yeah, like freshly grilled on yeah. a hot. And yeah. I, I really wanted to do that. I just didn't have time. The line was too long. It was Sunday. Yeah, noon. that's the Asian version of the omelet. Yeah, you know, I would have, yeah, I would have, I would have crushed that. I would yeah. have loved it. Yeah. I had so much murder meat, JVL. I had so much murder meat. It was honestly as as you saw in the pictures that it I was sent all you. Cat. Maybe we can well, whatever. It was delicious cat. If it was cat, I'm not opposed to eating cat. Cats aren't dogs. Uh, maybe we can put the pictures that I sent you in show notes. That, oh yeah, I'll I'll get right we'll on that. We'll definitely yeah, do that. That'll this be week. up on Friday okay. at eleven Excellent. o'clock. My show notes. Show notes. Will be up. Show notes definitely up this week. Anyway, guys. Uh, I had a great, and like on top of that, you know, maybe I'll get to this next week, but it was my wife's birthday this weekend and Aww. I got her uh, an SNES classic and I was like kind of skeptical because she she'd that. asked that, she'd asked for it and I was like kind of skeptical that she would want this and she was just playing Super Mario World like nobody's business. I was actually, <laughs> I, I, I had never played this game. She destroyed me, blew me out of the water. I had no lives left. She was still going. It was great. So I, we had a, we had a. I had a really good weekend. Oh, is there much of a dessert section also at the buffet or no? Yes, there was. Well, there was like a there was a dessert table, but it was kind of small. In the, the it was, but there were also again there were like sweet dumplings. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, like yeah, I yeah, I just yeah. wasn't sure exactly what was going on right, with them, right, but right, they were great. Okay, good. Was this her birthday meal? No, 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 no. Okay, no. but that's gonna be mine. Now. Okay, because no, that no, no. that's gonna be my birthday meal. No, we went. Uh, <clears throat> We went somewhere. I forget. I actually can't. Oh, we went to this. We went to this like local Hawaiian place for for her birthday dinner. It was very nice. Poke. Poke is the new thing. Apparently. Yes, I hear that. What is it? I thought it was a fish. Poke is like it's kind of like sushi. My culture is not a date night. It's it's it's, it's like sushi grade fish, but with like some spices and stuff. It's, it's I saw good. that on a menu recently. Yeah, it's really York. good. You should you should was. if you if you see poke, yeah. you should get it. Uh, I never thought of myself as a Pokemon. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I saw you were about to say it. I beat you to it. I beat you to it. Okay. Well played. Victorina, Thank how would you make it? How was wood shop? No Give me a wood shop update. update. It was Veterans Day weekend, so they were closed. They took off. Arthur and Myra, the place was at Thomas Jefferson Middle School, whatever, where the community it's center ridiculous. is closed for this Veterans Day, so there was no um, update. Uh, but uh, apparently, when I return next week, uh, we're all going, meaning me, my son, and my father-in-law. Oh, uh, that'll Dr. be great. Dr. Bob Dwyer. I would like to get a documentary film crew to follow you guys around and watch that hour of your lives. Well, uh, apparently, you know, uh, they were putting the finishing touches on the uh, the feeder, 
and they were supposed to put dowels in stuff to hold the, the roof. Do you place. know what a dowel is? No, not yet because okay. I missed that class because <laughs> I was in New York getting bombed. But uh, the uh, but then you know uh, my father in law said I don't know if that's a good idea to have those dowels because you know wood expands after a while it's not going to work. And then he just turned to my son and said Michael, do you really want this uh, those dowels? And Michael just nods like shakes his head. Uh, okay, I guess not because you know Grandpa doesn't seem like he wants it and says we're going to put some sort of other thing instead like you know putting these hooks or these drilling these hooks or whatever just a nice simple thing and arthur says so you didn't do your dowels and my father-in-law said no we're going to try doing that this way instead and arthur just goes oh my gosh that's a great idea you mind if i take that from you we're going to do this and so he's basically helping you would have done the same thing had you been there i would have done the same thing had you been there i would have have said said, you know what dowels Mm. not quite what did did he dovetail the corners did he dovetail the joints together i wasn't there i wasn't there or did he use a craig jig but i you know what i I, do some pocket holes i did something i did that for the roof you did pocket holes i think well yeah and i did the whatever you think first thing you said (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it just you know, I was. I, I'm, I'm glad we're bringing. I'm glad we're bringing up dovetailed corners or whatever because I was. Uh, I, I was mentioning my bookshelves to one of my neighbors today, or yesterday, uh, uh, or over the week. I'm sorry, over the weekend, uh, and. It was very funny. I was like explaining to him kind of how it has come to be. And I was like, yeah, you know, it looks kind of like one of those Brazilian slums that is just kind of. <laughs> and he did not find that as amusing as you guys did. He no, did not. Uh, he was not as. When you share that kind he of was thing. not as impressed by no, the favela no, reference. No. It was uh, how we're putting it together. And he's putting he's helping to fix our table in our dining room as well, my father in law, but that all remains a mystery to me. Speaking of mysteries. Can, can, hold on. Can I mess up your I want to do a public service announcement. Oh, please. And then we'll go right back please, to Please, a PSA. This is whenever you are looking at furniture, one of the ways to judge the quality very quickly is to look and see how the joining is accomplished. So if you are looking at a dresser, for instance, just before you look at anything else, pull out a drawer, look at the corners. If the corners are dovetailed, it's going to be a pretty good piece. If they are nailed, stapled, or glued, it's a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. So if you look at how the joining is accomplished, how, do, how does IKEA? You know, forget do it. it. Forget how does it. IKEA do it? Do ne- they? Never mind. Never mind. Do they use dovetails? Well, it all depends on what. Oh are yeah. They, are they dressed in dovetails? <sighs> I assume when you say dovetails, I assume you have like a suit made of dove feathers. And that's what <laughs> I'm gonna go tweet. You guys do your thing. It's funny, it really depends on what kind of hammer you use. Speaking of hammers, Thor Ragnarok <laughs> was at the top. <laughs> Look at that. The, Did you have a I, second? I had a third. You I have had a third. Se- you have a, a third, third one. Yes. Had you gone last in the how is your week thing, uh-huh. I would have said, speaking of Orient Express, but I kind of depended on the restaurant mm. being called Orient Express. Well, no, but I, it was it was certainly of the Orient. It was. It was. I That's said awesome. there's a 50% chance the restaurant is Orient Express. Otherwise, it's going to be Hunan Garden. <laughs> this guy is a pro. Speaking of Hunan <laughs> he Garden. He is a pro. Speaking of gardens. Okay, so uh, <laughs> uh, Murder murder on the Orient Express came in third yeah. uh, over the weekend with $28 million. Not bad. But I actually, can't believe it made that much. Yeah, but actually way above. Above mm. expectations, way above projections. Okay, yeah. Daddy's Home 2 was second with 30 million. 30 million. Sonny, what, did, what was the budget it's on funny. Daddy's Home 2? that was straight to video. It was pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, different. Different series. That was Odd Brazzers. <laughs> along, with, along with Pacific Rim 2. Pacific Rimming 2. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'm broken. Broken. I'm sorry. Sorry, I we made all of this up all on right. the spot. This was on this. This is what happens when you're on the. This is all. This is all on the fly. But Sonny, you're you, not going to get this sort of crap from Jonah no. at his at his no, podcast. Mr. The oh, three. I'm going to talk to Andy Ferguson yes. about serious things. Six hundred. six hundred reviews. Six hundred reviews come to us. Uh, but but Sonny, I'm baffled. This is a comedy that costs how much? Sixty nine million. Why would it cost that? I assume that most of that is salary. I just assume that it's like I assume that it's like it's an all fifteen cast. million for Wahlberg and fifteen million for Farrell, and then Mel? like probably five million for for Mel and Lithgow. Well, I well, who, knows? who knows? Who knows what? My goodness. Okay. Uh, and then in th- in f- at the top of the heap is Thor Ragnarok. It remains there at fifty six point six million. Is that a good or bad second it's a week? Good hold. I mean, it dropped fifty five percent, something like that, mm-hmm. uh, which is not not out of the 
you know, norm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be the highest grossing Thor film, certainly. Yeah. If it's, it's probably pretty close already, actually. I've, I saw the first one. I didn't see the second one. I didn't feel Yeah, you're not missing out on it. No, much. that's what I hear. But uh, I believe all of us saw Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. All four all of us? four of us? Oh, yes. no. Can we, go, can we skip the big let's, boy review? Yeah, let's, let's go, go straight, straight to Gene. Get to him and get him out of the way. Yeah. He's coming get in. Him in get him in here. I know he's, I saw him cooling his heels out there. I was hoping. He's ready. Cut here. <clears throat> murder on the Orient Express is a first-class murder mystery with an all-star cast, but it doesn't take long before this trip goes off the rails. Orient Express, more like Polar Express. Anyway, someone has been murdered on board under an avalanche of evidence. Inspector Hercules Poirot has to do the heavy lifting, Hercules, heavy lifting. He's played by Kenneth Branagh, who also directs. To be or not to be an actor-director, that is the question. <laughs> Daisy Ridley offers a ray of hope with her forceful performance. She prefers her coffee black. Josh Gad. Josh Gad is far from frozen in his role. And dial M for Judy Dench. M. Mm. What a dame. But Michelle Pfeiffer will always be my girl for all seasons. A joke that only works if you've seen Grease 2. In the end, everyone is guilty of great performances. I give Murder on the Orient Express five stars. All aboard. Very good. Very good. Very well done, Gene. Now it's time for the big boy review. Which of you? <laughs> JBL? I think we have differing reviews too, so this is going to be very interesting. I have a question first before we begin. Yeah. Are we allowed to talk about spoilers on a 100-year-old yes. novel that yes. has been adapted for the screen 17 times or are people going to complain to yes. us and go, oh, "I had well, no idea that it was well, remember last week I mentioned I that I that. I read it and I had managed to yes. never be. But I I feel like I'm rare in this, so I feel like well, spoilers not are not necessarily. I obviously didn't know either, and I made it all the way to the end of the movie without knowing what the ending was. You never knew. No, we had this discussion last week as well. Also, next week I'm going to see that movie, The Perfect Storm, and it's about the boat that goes out. And it comes it back. Sounds, it I comes back. It comes back. I assume it comes yeah. back. George Clooney yeah. said it. Right. You Crazy. couldn't kill George Clooney. How, so right? how is that this has happened? So do either of you? ever see the mousetrap no so the it's a play no it's a play I thought that it's was with nathan lane as a comedy with the mouse no that's mouse hunt <laughs> oh <man. Mouse laughs> thank hunt. you yeah. sonny so the mousetrap is a murder mystery play which has been running in the west end in london for like 85 years London-ium. or something like that and at the end of every performance, the lead comes out and says, and now you know the secret of the mousetrap, but we ask that you not share it. And weirdly enough, like as long as this thing has been running, like people really just haven't talked about it. And so it is it is actually hard to walk in to see a performance of the mousetrap knowing no how it's works. going to end. I don't even know it's, that was a play. So the audiences are very faithful. Yeah, that's yeah. Impressive. I was wondering if there was a but but nobody. I don't think there's ever been a thing about the Orient. Don't tell people at the end of no, the no, Orient no, Express. No, 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 no. I just think this is just like a cultural blind spot that yeah. I had. I mean, I like I'm like both of you, right? Right. Well, it is yeah. weird that you also. I, I don't read. I don't mystery well, I know novels. You, I know you don't, I don't read, read period. I know you don't, I don't read, read books, period, but there yes. have been movies made of it. And yes, TV it's true. Shows and I didn't. And... I don't remember seeing a movie of yeah. it. I, I remember. I meant, again. I mentioned Death on the Nile, and that sort of teased at the yeah. end. It but, is teased at the end. It was very funny. I, was, but I've. Oh, but I've great, actually. I've actually great. never seen a single Hercule. Hercule. Right. Not no, Hercules. Hercule Perot. <laughs> that was awful. Film. Or yeah, no, read I've, any of his books? Or I've, I've Poirot, seen like, Peter Ustinov. Poirot. Poirot? Yes. I've seen Peter po, Ustinov. Poirot. But not David Suchet. Okay. Anyway, I like I, it's just a cultural blind spot on my own my own part. On both so. of us. JBL, you seem to have very strong feelings about this movie. Why don't you yes. go first? Do you really want... Yeah, no, you, go you go first. You go first. Do your real review of what the movie is, and then we'll talk okay. about it. So, Murder on the Orient Express uh, stars Kenneth Branagh, the actor-director best known for his Shakespearean adaptations, uh, as Hercule Perrault. He's the most famous 
uh, detective in the world, and he works uh, on various cases trying to solve cases nobody can solve. And we get a very nice little opening vignette where he uh, solves an unsolvable case uh, at the Wailing Wall in, in Jerusalem. And then he hops on his he hops on a, a boat to the I guess he goes on a boat to the train I'm not quite I, anyway uh, to get on uh, the the Orient Express where he has to go back to England to help solve another case it just it's just a contrivance to get him on the train uh, and as we are in heading out uh, a a very shady character by the name of I don't know something Johnny Depp he's played by Johnny Ratchet. Depp Ratchet Mr. Ratchet, Mr. Ratchet. Uh, he he uh, not a famous character in the history of fiction or anything. Don't he worry. he Just it, keep going he, right. It's Johnny Depp. That's it's Johnny it Depp. It's uh, Johnny Depp who is great in this. By the way, I love Johnny Depp in this role. Uh, this movie also may have been more popular if you had pitched it as Johnny Depp gets stabbed twelve times because he's very unpopular right now. People don't like him. He's he's one of these bad woman hitters, and I don't like that. People mm-hmm. don't like woman hitters. No, we don't tolerate. That. So you stab him twelve times. You make anyway. He Good gets he he gets stabbed. But before he gets stabbed, he asks Hercule Poirot to uh, <laughs> to aid him in not getting stabbed. Obviously, this doesn't happen in part because Mr. Poirot says, uh, "I don't like your face." He literally is like, "I don't like your face," and I love that line because I also don't like lots of people. You faces. say that a lot. I say that a lot, and I'm like, you know what? I I empathize with you. Mr. Poirot. I actually heard you once say to a former colleague, I will punch you in the face. Well, that was a different, <laughs> that was a, that was, we can discuss yeah, that later. To, didn't mean to throw you off. Uh, Go ahead. Anyway, please, so continue. the murder happens and nobody quite knows what has happened because the, the train has stopped. It's been hit by an avalanche and it's off the rails and we got to figure it out. We're all trapped in this room and there's a, there, there's a count and a countess and there's a, there's a, uh, uh, a, an old woman and there's a young man and there's a valet and a blah, 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 blah. Anyway, this is the most boring part of the film. The like hour where all of this happens, where we kind of meet all of these people and, and, you know, figure out their role in the, the, what has happened. And I, I didn't care for that, but I really like the end. And at the end, we are kind of we are treated to the solution of this mystery, which again is that all of them have killed uh, uh, Mr. Ratchet. Uh, they have all stabbed him because they all they all have a connection to a crime he committed earlier. We did say spoilers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we told people. So here's here's what I what I quite liked about this movie is that it gets at in a way that the novel did not the horror of the underlying crime, not just the killing Ratchet, which is a is a you know a, a morally dubious, dubious but you know possibly um, acceptable outcome, but also the killing of the two year old that precipitates this. And maybe this is just the function of being a you know father of a two year old. But it, like I was I was actually very affected by the 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 kind of them coming together and showing the way their world has been shattered by this criminal act. And what I love most about it is the way it treats this as a morally serious thing for Poirot himself. Like this is, so this is, I don't know if this is Bronagh's Shakespeare or whatever, but like the scenes where he is talking to the picture of his, his dead, yeah. his dead wife or whatever, are very kind of, uh, alas, poor Yorick, you know, it's very kind of mm. gives him a chance mm. to monologue and show mm-hmm. that he is feeling these deep, mm-hmm. these deep thoughts. But right. at the end of the film, it is very clear that, from Bronick's performance and from the writing and from the kind of earlier hints with like the uneven eggs, he is a man who loves balance. He, there's right and there's wrong, he says. There's no gray in the world. He loves to have eggs his same size. When he steps in a pile of shit, he steps in the pile of shit again with his other foot to, again, provide balance. Yeah. But by the end of the film, he realizes that balance is not always achievable. And, and it kills a little part of him inside. It, a little piece of Poirot dies when he is forced to reckon with the reality of this case which is that he, for justice to prevail he has to let these people go and i there's something there's a depth to that that is totally absent from the book i don't know if it's present in any of the other film adaptations but it is like a real it is a real thing that he has to struggle with and it, it i think it i think it gives greater heft to the movie i liked it more i i i Headed into the last twenty minutes or so, I was, I was ready to be like, "Yeah, this is this is okay, this is fine." And then, and then I was actually I was hit pretty hard by it. I think yep. there's like an actual 
uh, emotional component mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. solution of the case that, again, is totally absent from the book, where it's kind of a jaunty, like, oh, they all stabbed him. Oh, well, let's go on to the next case. And, it, like, that is, there's nothing to that. There's no weight, no heft to it. This is very real, very serious feeling. I have two thoughts, and then we'll get to your, I think my two thoughts are short. One was uh, when I watched the movie, uh, it would, it seemed to be obviously uh, clearly a reference to the Lindbergh kidnapping. Uh, when uh, the when do you remember? Do you have any idea when the book came out? What year? All after that. Okay. You talked all after And is that sort of? And I, what I wondered was where did her book? Uh, where does it appear in her oeuvre in the grand scheme? Is it sort of in the middle? Is it sort of what she hits goes into full gear? It was like the first novel. I have no idea because I'm not an Agatha Christie. Nineteen thirty-four. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And uh, uh, so it's early so on in Agatha. That's actually not too far beyond the Lindbergh. Yeah. That's killing, right. right? That's like mm-hmm. six years, seven, mm-hmm. something, like something like that. Like yeah, that. yeah. Uh, and that part I also found very. Uh, so I mean, it must have been very obvious when she wrote the book what this was a reference to, yeah. and sort of the shattered lives. But um, from the in the distance of time, the book itself feels very, again, very kind of almost trite and mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. snippy. I, 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 I remember reading. Right. I, I mean, I read it like last week. I read it very right. recently. And I just was like, well, this is this is a kind of boring. It's just a lot of people mm-hmm. sitting around and talking. And then Were you, the, uh, the, the, the clues are like not clues. It's it's just everybody's lying. And he's like, oh, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. Right. And then it all comes together. I, 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 I was unimpressed by the novel. I was, uh, I don't know if you guys were uh, Lindbergh conspiracy buffs. Uh, but I, 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 I follow. I followed it uh, for a little bit, not as well as some of our uh, former colleagues. JVL, if you remember, I think the foremost Lindbergh conspiracy expert uh, was David Tell. Uh, I didn't know but that. I followed it along, and the uh, and it was the uh, conviction of Bruno Hauptmann and the question of whether or not he was because he was German. So you know, during this time, it was easy to pick this immigrant to say that he did it. But uh, there was some argument about the floorboards in the attic. And of course, J. Edgar Hoover was spearheading that at the time. Um, and the other interesting thing was, who was the superintendent of police? H. Norman Schwarzkopf Sr., Storm and Norman's father. Wow. Yeah. So there's all these, it's, 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 and I thought about them when- So but Storm, and Norman, Storm, Storm and Norman is the Josh Gad character. Uh, yeah, technically. That, yeah, technically, because yeah. I think yeah. they had one child. It was Norman. Uh, so anyway, and, and, and Hauptman went to the chair. And his wife, I think, insisted till the day she died. She died many years later that he was innocent. Okay. Yeah, J- she would. <laughs> Kraut. J- JVL. I hated this movie so much. <laughs> Here we go. go I ahead. hated it so much. It is always unfair to compare reproductions to their form iterations. I understand that. Um, which is why devoted fans of Hercule Poirot and the other productions of this... I think we'll probably be outraged by how silly it is and how disrespectful it is of the character and the treatment. But normal people, people who know nothing about the story, will merely be confused by the incompetent writing, overwrought production, and absolutely wrote by the numbers direction by Kenneth Branagh. Uh, I, I am glad that you liked the ending, Sonny. And I understand exactly your reaction all the way up until then, because everything else, if you knew nothing about this and came to this, you would sit to yourself and say, I've been hearing about, I've been hearing the phrase murder on the Orient Express for my entire life. And this is it. This is it. What, this was what was all the fuss about. Um, it's terrible. I mean, leave, okay, so leave aside all of the social justice warrior stuff, which has been shoehorned into this production. It, oh, uh, yeah, and yeah. not like a little bit here and a little bit there. Aggressively, distractingly, stupidly so. That's fine. <clears throat> leave aside how bad the score is. Leave aside how rote the direction is, save for a single shot, which is in the scene where they discover the body of the victim and they are shooting right and so brian shoots above and moves from the passageway into the room revealing the set revealing that this is in fact a set which is an inspired piece of direction uh everything else stinks you don't like you don't like the wait just to interrupt yeah no please interrupt so it's more fun when we do that you didn't like the way the shots uh of the faces of the suspects are kind of broken up Fractured in the mirrors. Oh, through, so that's not through the mirrors. Those are being shot through sh- beveled sh- glass. Through, through glass. I'm sorry. Yeah. Through, yeah, through beveled okay. glass. And I thought. I mean, okay. I thought this was that's a very. A TV, it's a very TV movie well, trope, but, but it's fine. I mean, I, Bronick is not a Kubrick. He's not. You know, I, I'm not expecting like. 
He's not a Zack right. Snyder either. Well, no, nobody is. Or a Patty Jenkins. If he was a Zack Snyder, the shootout and the chase through the the ridiculous tacked on chase through the, like the struts of oh, the bridge. Oh, you mean the one where Hercule Poirot, who is referred to as the Penguin, because he is a fat little old man who walks with a cane. The part where he chases somebody down. Chases Josh Gad. Or chases the least athletic. I mean, it would have been more realistic to chase Judy. Or Dench. do you mean the part where he becomes <laughs> an action hero and then he gets ta- into he gets shot? Gets shot yeah. and swings his cane and gets into a fight with our the African-American doctor. Not well, African-American, well, the, the black. African-British, African-British doctor yes. who... Who was also a... Let me tell you, there are a bunch of racists in America who don't believe of his <laughs> his relationship with Kylo Ren's yes. cousin. Yes. Yeah. Be. No, no. Leave, so leave that aside. Leave that aside. Um, as a director in this movie, you have one job. You have one job. And that is to establish the geography of the car. That's it. So that you understand whose compartment is connected to whose, where the compartments are laid out. So that if you are in the audience 45 minutes into this movie, you ought to be able to close your eyes, mentally walk through the train car and know, okay, Poirot is in this compartment. Johnny Depp is in that compartment. Michelle Pfeiffer is in that compartment. None of that is done. None of it. I got the sense that the train was three cars long. There was the engine, yes. the cafe, and then the passenger and, car. And so the well, but the this is these are this. the only three cars that really matter, though, because in the book, again, like there's it's fine. The, the, the you have the conductor at the end who is kind of blocking off the travel. Right. So in theory, the the person had to be in that one passenger car. It's fine, but but what this is is it's emblematic of the movie's larger problem. Which is that it, what makes a whodunit successful is that you, the audience member, must in retrospect be able to understand everything and say to yourself, why didn't I see that sooner? Because all the clues I needed to solve were there. In Bronick's production here, that is simply not the case. There's almost no information for you. And the information that is there is oftentimes played off. Like, you know, the, the woman running down the hall in the silk kimono. Which is just sort of what it just happens. And then it, you know, never talk about it again. And, you know, how the way they introduce the case, the kidnapping. So the sequence of how information is introduced to the audience is ludicrous. And the weird rewriting of things in a, such a way as to get. So in, in the book, I believe, and in prior productions, uh, the Mr. Mr. Ratchet has gotten off on a technicality. Right. Yes. Yes. In this movie, he just he never has gets simply tried. Yep. never tried, and he has flown yeah. away. Yep. There is no reason to make yep. that choice, especially since part of the resonance of this is the the, the uh, parallels between the jury system of yes. the twelve members of the jury who fail to convict him versus the twelve people who execute him on the train. This is a meaningless writing choice that does nothing except for sap the movie and the story of its power. Yep. Everything about this movie is like this. I hate it so. I oh my god, I hate this movie so much. I, no, I agree. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. The there there was a weird choice that to have somebody be tried. So it, originally in the book, if I remember correctly, and I should because I just read it recently, the uh, the the woman went to trial or woman did not go to trial. She killed herself, like the nanny or whatever. And in the movie, they have the woman go to trial, who then kills herself. Like during right. and while this is going on. Uh, Ratchet flees. Johnny Depp flees. Right. And instead, I, and I, I agree, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a change that doesn't really make any sense, um, and doesn't quite work, uh, and is made for no reason at all. It, no. Like it, it no. like it doesn't. I, I, yeah. So no, Intr- I totally, I totally agree with this. Catherine Poirot has no former. No former well, again, wife. No, this, no former wife. This, this is actually, a pure. This no, no. Is a, but this a, this a makes fiction sense. introduced, and it this, just makes no sense to the character. The character of Poirot has historically been a monk, and not only is a monk, but he's a monk who understands yep. what he is missing by not being part of the world. But this, this is there, there's a scene in Death in the Nile where he says to a a young woman who is talking with him about love and heartache, and she says to him, you know, oh, Mister Poirot, you've never. You've never been married. You've never been in love. You know, you're better off for it. And he looks at her and he very sadly says, Mademoiselle, it is terrible the things I have missed. Yep. Like he has full knowledge yep. of the, what he has missed in life this by not is, being able to be part of the world. This is a change that I actually have less of a problem with. Again, because oh. I haven't, I haven't read Murder on the Nile. I haven't seen any of the murder. Death. I haven't, or Death on the Nile, whatever. I haven't seen, I haven't seen any of those. Haven't read it, so I don't care about that. But I do actually like the kind of introduction of again this 
Catherine. Is it Catherine? Yeah. Catherine. I love. I, I like the introduction of this Catherine figure. Surprised as, they didn't choose to make him gay. That would have made it more resonant. As a as a kind of Yorick skull that he talks to. It's again. It's very Shakespearean. It's very like quasi. Uh, 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 quasi play because this is just a directed play. Mm-hmm. I mean, this—that's all this is. Right. That's Correct. all this is. Correct. And and it, and this is his. This is giving <clears throat> Kenneth Branagh a chance to monologue, which is the thing that Kenneth Branagh does better than just about anyone in the world. So I like. I'm actually fine with that. That change didn't bother me too much. I think part of the problem with this adaptation is that the source material is weak. The source, the book itself, yeah, the book itself I is. Agree with that. The book itself is not actually a very compelling thriller as a thriller because all of the facts in question are based on people lying. So it just like he he at the at the end of the book is him just saying like you lied about this, you lied about that, you lied about, and the reader has no ability to put that together until he starts saying everybody lied. And then the question becomes, why did they all lie? So, like, it it still kind of gets to that. And again, I I think the I think the finale is so much better done here than in the book that I I like I it elevates agree. it it's elevates all the material than in any of the other productions. I, look, you know what's funny is that actually I really like Bronick's Poirot, even though aside from the action hero stuff, uh, aside aside from the fact that he is non-canon. He's a very different take on Poirot. He's sort of a kindly rain man. I mean, this is a, he's a little bit on the spectrum Poirot, not a, you know, he's a little Mr. Little Gray Cells Poirot. And I, I don't mind that. I, I actually like it. I like his interpretation a little bit. Um, but everything else about this movie is just hot garbage. D- down to the level of casting. Daisy Ridley is playing a 45-year-old governess. What yeah, is she, that, 15? That, I, I didn't understand. And I mean, yeah. it again, as an audience member, if you are yep. sitting here watching this movie, nothing this makes sense. You're seeing Daisy Ridley, and she is, again, 20 years old, what, 24 years old? And yet she's being presented to you as a middle-aged governess yep. who is old enough that one of her former charges is now a married woman of 20. Yeah. Who is and literally like a year just, younger than her? Right. I, I would no, guess. It makes yeah. it, it, no, it does make any sense. It, it, it makes no sense. Everything about this movie is I do just think, garbage. I do think. Can you agree with me on this? Johnny Depp perfectly cast. Yeah, Depp is pretty good. Yeah, I thought Josh Gabb was great, actually. Um, yeah, me too. Josh and and this this movie yeah. wastes character. I mean, Judy Dench might as well not be in the movie. Willem Dafoe might as well not be in the movie because um, they have to give tons of screen. Josh Gad, who does well with his his material. I, uh, whatever. Um, I would really like to talk about the the two main murders. Uh, or you know, nineteen seventy four, Sydney Lumet, 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 Sydney Lumet. It's not Lumet. Really? I'm I'm like eighty percent sure it's not Lumet. Sydney Lumet. It's time to. Jesus Christ. I've been having this. No, not to Jesus, but P.J. O'Rourke because that was his father-in-law, and I was calling him Sydney Lumet. What did? How did P.J. pronounce it? I think he said Lumet. Anyway, no. Dad. He said he called him. <laughs> Sydney, yeah, I, maybe I'm wrong. I no, don't no, know. No, 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 I don't should, know. Let's call P.J. up. He, he, didn't, he didn't correct me, but he did say that he went to uh, Sydney's uh, house, and Sean Connery was hanging out by the pool, and they uh, decided to have drinks, and then he asked Sean Connery, what was your favorite role that you ever played? And it was the, uh, was it the line? Not the line in winter. It's the, what is it? The king, the sword? Ah, listeners will know this one. Of, the League of Extraordinary no. Gentlemen? <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Listeners will know it's the, something in the winter. Okay, sorry. So you want to talk about cast? Because this people have been obsessing, oh, what a tremendous cast is. I actually think this cast it's is, is It's terrible. an all-star cast. Not terrible, but uh, uh, this is an Poorly entirely used. overrated cast. No, it's but they're not all that good. The 1974 version of this movie stars Albert Finney, Lauren Bacall, John Gilgood, Ingrid Bergman, Vanessa Redgrave, and this other guy named Sean Connery. Oh, yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is that yeah, is a great. cast. Now, I, the truth is, I don't actually don't like Albert Finney's Poirot. Albert Finney's Poirot. Does Sean Connery play Ratchet? No, no Sean Connery. He, I'll, I'll go effort it. Does he play? Yeah. Oh, does he play the he, the Colonel? Yes, he plays. He, yes. who in this movie has turned into a black doctor for yes. some reason? Yes, yes. Okay. yes. For some reason. For what some reason, reason do you think that? Could I was be? About no to idea. Ask no if idea. The black doctor was in the book. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. So then there's the 2001 Alfred Molina version. Which is Fat Alfred Molina. Ooh. Fat Alfred Molina is Golden That's Alfred good. Molina. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, and then the 2010 David Suchet version starring a young Jessica Chastain. Oh. Before she broke big. Wow. 
2010. It's pretty good. And so I would hmm. say if I was going to Frankenstein my perfect Orient Express, I would take David Suchet and drop him into the 1974 version instead of Albert mm-hmm. Finney. Mm-hmm. And I would keep him as the star and the supporting cast from that version. Uh, and the direction is fantastic as well. Good. Um, yeah, no, it's no secret that that would be a better movie. You know what else is not a secret? that the best policy ideas are not coming from politicians. Instead, they're coming from think tanks, public interest law centers, and other principled individuals and groups from around the country. And the best ones are those that do not rely on government money to operate. If you want to help move the ideas of liberty forward, invest your charitable giving in those doing the real work of conservative causes. And the simplest way to do this is through Donors Trust. Donors Trust is the community foundation for the liberty movement. With a donor-advised fund at Donors Trust, you'll simplify your giving and receive excellent tax tax benefits, all in a way that gives you an additional layer of privacy. All donor-advised funds offer the same basic services, but Donors Trust is the only donor-advised fund that shares your commitment to conservative principles. Go to DonorsTrust.org standard for your free investing in liberty guide that gives practical advice on how to identify principle-driven charities that deserve your support. As we near the end of 2017, Donors Trust is the partner you need. The stock market is booming and the tax code is changing. Donors Trust experts can help you navigate all of this and equip you to give in a way that best benefits you, your family, and the principles you hold dear. Visit DonorsTrust.org standard right now to download a free copy of your helpful guide. Discover a better way to support the conservative values you believe in. That's DonorsTrust.org standard. So we were you're about- such a pro at this. God, you're oh, so good. You're very kind. Um, I was thinking about the all-star casts and how more often than not they don't help the movie versus help the movie. You know what I mean? Uh, for example, uh, what was that? The remake of like Cannonball Run, I believe, was Rat Race. Remember that one? You don't remember? I that have one? no Whoopi idea Goldberg what that is. I have was no idea what that is. And like mm. it was like a, a John Cleese, Whoopi Goldberg, and I, like the Cannonball oh. Run that includes Breck and Meyer. Yeah. If that's a Cannonball <laughs> Run, Breck and Meyer. You've got remember Breck and Meyer? Yeah, that's why I wanted to bring it up. Breck and Meyer is going to be a guest host on this show soon. That's how far <laughs> he's fallen. Cuba <laughs> Gooding Jr. Oh yes, yes. Oh, and uh, Oscar winner. And Chris the, Myers, the Brit Fox Act- News sports kind of Seth Green, the Brit Act- Gloria Allred. Who is? The, Oh, okay. The, Seth Green. The Brit uh, comedian, you know, Mr. Uh, what's his name, is in that one as well. Uh, yes, go ahead. Sonny. I'm sorry. I am, I, so I got, I have to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever seen any one of these like all-star cast uh, movies that How have about, been any good. Wait a minute. How about It's a Mad, 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 Mad World? No, I never se- wow. I've never seen it. Oh, that's worth watching. Terrible. Never okay. seen it. I sounds terrible. It. I loved it. Every one of these movies sounds like a dumb gimmick that is designed mm. to extract money Wait, from Ruse. You're oh, saying that's not true because I watched it. The eight-year-old Vic fell for dumb gimmicks? I mean, I'm shocked. I'm shocked by, by Wait, what about, what's, what's, what's the one where tell you? What's the one where Arnold was like the... Arnold Schwarzenegger was the like... He had a, like a it was like uh, around the world in eighty days or something, <laughs> but like the remake an and like no 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 no, no. it was like Chan it was, was recent it? it was recent yeah. like two thousand ten yeah or something it was like, like he yes. was still the governor at that point that, that's right yeah that's right no uh, it's a Mad Mad Mad, mad World was from sixty three that was with Spencer Tracy Milton Berle Sid Caesar on and on and on terrible uh, and Sounds then terrible. of course Cannonball Run never is saw it. the best of all of them Cannonball Run two was a disaster never saw it also if I terrible. told you I got a movie with like. Uh, uh, Burt Reynolds, Frank Sinatra, Shirley MacLaine. Oh my gosh! Wait I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather watch literally anything else. Go on, keep going. Dean what Martin, are more, what Sammy are more, Davis Jr. What are, what are some okay. more of these movies? Thin Red Line. How you like that? Well, but that's oh. different. It was different. But that's you know real. how it was different because it was worse. <laughs> yeah, it's a movie's terrible. <laughs> It's not terrible. Travolta. That movie Clooney. is terrible. Clooney was in it. Shut Remember Clooney was in it? Everybody's in it. Distracting. Everybody. Jim Caviezel's in it. John Cusack. Well, John Jim Caviezel's Cusack. in it. Jim Caviezel's in it before he was Jesus. <laughs> Adrian Brody. Wasn't he always? No, Adrian, Adrian Brody, Brody. With no lines. That's right. I Sean Penn. Adrian Brody. Uh, Jared Leto. Jared, Jared Leto's in it. Yeah. He's in it. But again, once again, these are all like before. There's There were a lot of people who were in that movie before no. they made it Woody big. Harrelson. That right. movie's horrible. Okay. Nick Nolte. Can I, can I circle back? Continue, please. Circle back. The, the, the final insult to me in this stupid movie was at the end when they try to tease the sequel with, there's been a murder in Egypt on the Nile, on the bloody Nile, governor. 
as if there's going to be some Poirot expanded universe. I, you know what? I'm really, I'm really, a, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really offended because I believe Gene wrote the ending line. They brought him in as a script surgeon, and he wrote that in. That is like the end of Rush Hour Two or Rush Hour Three with the outtakes and Chris Ducker's like, "Hey, I'll see you all in two years for Rush Hour Four. Yeah, I. I, I that was as, as Eddie that Temple, was Chris, that was as Chris Eddie Temple here in the said, office. imagine that the audacity. I, I just, God, I hate everything about this movie. I actually like that because I, I, as somebody who has never read a Her- Hercule Poirot, Hercule <laughs> Poirot, 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 he's Belgium, so you can fudge it a little. As somebody who's never read a Hercules Poirot book uh, uh, before this week, I I have to say that I liked that because I reckon I recognize that mm-hmm. I am the common man. I'm the common man, JBL. Yeah. I recognize yes. that, and I was like, I know that's a reference to a thing, right? You I know do that's drink a reference to a from thing. A Keurig, so maybe so you're right. So maybe this will be great. I I saw this Sequels. movie without having read the book, but I did read two endless your- trash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did read Choose Your Own Adventure. Did you guys up. get the trailer so. for The Post? Yes. <laughs> I watched it. Can I watched it in the computer. And then, I, and then we watched the it. The most self-congratulatory piece of bullshit. What is your prediction for weekend my, box office? My my prediction is Oscars. If there was a oh, movie genetically engineered to defeat mm-hmm. Wonder Woman for mm-hmm. Best Picture, mm-hmm. this, yeah, is, this it. is it. Because this is going to be the Trumpian, the anti-Trumpian. We're going to bravely stand up. We gotta stand up to the president. We, uh, we're scared to do it. The only thing that's, we, but we gotta be brave. The, Resist. The only, the only thing that's worse than that trailer and that movie certainly will be just unbearable. Is the? Uh, did you guys happen to read the CJR, the Columbia Journalism Review piece? Uh, about, about the New York Times people complaining about how this is the post. Oh, yeah. No, no. no. I, I'll, I'll tell you what. Hey, Sonny, I'll tell you what. I didn't read it. But my is it first, hot blue on blue violence? My first, yeah, because my first thought was when I saw this movie was coming out, my first thought was, oh, this will be about the New York Times because they were the ones who blew the lid off this. And it's not about the New York Times. It's about the post. Oh, no. It's a bunch of old times people being like, I'm not even going to see this movie. It downplays they the role the New York Times played in. And it's just like, it's like, this is why you lose. Yeah. This is why you people lose. Mm-hmm. You're all, no. It's fantastic. Post is, Post is Watergate, New York Times is Pentagon Papers. This would be like a movie about the New York Times blowing the cover off yeah. of Watergate. Right? I mean, Come I on. just, I, I The do. best line, best line from the trailer. We can go to jail, right? So what, what happens if we Yeah, because Kay Graham was staring down the pokey. That's yeah. what she was. The heiress. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's Meryl Streep and who's the man? Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. It's Meryl Tom Streep. Hanks. It's Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks in a Steven Spielberg movie about the amazing uh, press standing up to the evil Republican president. It is, it is literally designed in a lab. If you, to win if, the you Oscars, if you were to win going the to, but to get about seven million for the weekend. If this movie beats Dunkirk for Best Picture, then we haven't oh, seen it I'm, yet. I'm going to. Burn Hollywood down. Okay, well, hey, I'm personally going to Hollywood and I'm lighting the match. Hey, you could take that to the bank. You, you could take that to the bank hey, that it's going to be. Here's something. You know, here's the thing. Too. I actually don't think it's going to win Best Picture. I actually don't think it's going to win many awards at all because I think people will be so disgusted. Even people in Hollywood will be so disgusted and people in Hollywood will be so destroyed by all of the amazing revelations of sex assault and rape and child molestation in their ranks that they're going to want something really empty and nihilistic uh, and full of death and destruction and really about just saving your own skin. No, but this has, like the, two guys, this has the two guys who nobody has looked at in all of these stories, right? The, the two guys who are the paragons of virtue, which is Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg. Well, well, Tom Hanks and Denzel. If Denzel was in this movie, then it would be the... No, but Spielberg as well, right? Spielberg is the, er, you know, hey, he's one of the good guys. He's not like them. I... I don't know, man. Now they, I do might, hope they, that they've. Re- yeah. I do hope they've taken some dramatic liberties with this and made Ben Bradley gay and made Otherwise. made Kay into an alcoholic or something. So because that's how you really want to hammer home the. If Oscar. you want to, if you want to win, well, you know, Sonny, well, they might not like they may the not movie, but they know they true. have to vote for the movie. They have to. They have to. It's going to be great. I, I had I had a couple of uh, train thoughts since we were watching Murder on the Orient Express, and we can move on. 
Um, one is I have never been in a train like that, and I wish I was. You don't see a train like that now. I don't think that exists on Amtrak. Any yeah, that's nice the quiet car. Fit. The, qui- oh, the really? quiet car actually looks time? like that. That's why All Bill this- Crystal is always tweeting from the quiet car. Because it's just champagne flutes, <laughs> champagne flutes, or not even bar? flutes, like a nice like, little bar the, on the side. Yeah, okay. What are the champagne like? What are the what? like the rounder? Oh, the little champagne? goblet ones. Yeah, There's the a name for it. Our friend what are, what Robert are those Messenger called? will know that. There is a name for it. Um, I have two. You can still do it. You know where on uh, the Orient Express? It's, it's still there. This is on my bucket list. Who? Operates my watch. I want to know. Is how it, much does it? How much? I have like a very serious question. What does it cost? To ride the Orient Express mm-hmm. in today dollars. You guys talk. Okay. okay. And I will. So I have two trains. Because you know well, this I've... is what I worry about is money. Yes, It's the course. only thing I'm interested in. And living in style. Yeah. Um, uh, live, having lived in Europe for a year, yes, when I was in Vienna, uh, I trained all over Europe. And uh, obviously in February I did a URL pass with my buddy Todd. And we went all over the place. Trains everywhere. So um, I have two thoughts. One is uh, two different kinds of train experiences. One was in Italy. You know, we were all worried. You say, you know, careful. You don't want to get mugged on a train. It's an overnight from Vienna to Rome, right? Overnight uh, in those little couchettes. And it was like three guys. What's a couchette? couchette is like the thing that you, you know, it's like a... It's like a fold-out it, Yeah, so it's, it's like you pull it out of yeah, the wall. So it looks like a banquette, and then it lifts up, and then you have a bunk situation, which is kind of weird. But uh, anyway, and you have four people per, and ours was three, go- three dudes and a girl. Uh, yeah, that was weird. Um, and, uh, did but you every, know the girl? No, no, was, everyone's, did, me did, 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 and my two friends, I had two friends, Mark Schaefer and Todd, and then this uh, German, uh, Austrian girl. Um, it was fine, she didn't care to, you know, we were playing cards and stuff, but she was not interested in talking with us. And then, uh, but, you know, uh, then the conductor comes by at night, Italian spoke no English, and said, I need to, you know, but it, basically passports, please. Tickets. Yes, passports, passports. Oh, Take your passports, I, and they took our passports. And I said, I sure hope that... Um, that it, you know, it's safe and secure. But being an Italian train in the middle of the night, I go to use the bathroom. I walk by the conductor's office. The door is wide open, and all the passports are on a table. Wait, they took your passports. Yeah. They like they take your them. passports they away from you. They kept them until you got to like you know in, huh. the, in the next morning, as if you were going to try. But but they were just laying on the table. Okay, very Italian. The second one is in Austria. So uh, me and two other friends at uh, when we were uh, from Georgetown. Uh, we were going to uh, Czech Republic, to Brno, and uh, we were running late. What year was this? Uh, 94. Okay. And I was running late. I overslept. And there's no way to reach me. You're in a train. They don't have a cell phone. They can't, you know, the whole thing. And so, you know, I mean, they finally called, I think, from a cafe. Grandpa, what was the past like? <laughs> Ancient. <laughs> and I make it. So we, we we get there, and we start running. We say, we got to book it. we got to catch this train. Next train's in two hours. We get to the... Um, you know the uh, what do you call it? You know train station. Yeah, the, the, the you know the the uh, platform. They get to the platform, the platform, and ahead of us are a guy and a girl, a couple, and they're running ahead of us. The train is now moving away from the station, right? But slowly, the conductor guy, the Austrian conductor guy, says to them, "No more, too late." You know, no in, in German he says, "No passengers, you can't enter." But they insisted on going anyway, so they're running towards it. The girl jumps in first. Like four or five seconds later, she gets pushed off the train. <laughs> And she tumbles. By one of the Germans yes, inside? the Austrian Get conductor. The- yeah, pushed her, and she curls up in a ball and starts crying. And the guy's helping her like, it's okay. Goddamn Nazis. And me and my two buddies were like, you know, we'll catch the next train. Goddamn we'll Nazis. It. it was really, that was really something. JVL, you have an 2,000 pounds. I'm sorry, that takes you from where to where? Venice to London. So from Venice, Venice to London. Mm-hmm. It's probably cheaper than first class airfare. Are you ready for this? But it takes you three times as long. But that the journey is the. Well, it takes trip. you ten times as long. The I journey mean, I, is like, the trip. You're not getting all. I don't. No. So it's like it's like right. So basically, this is the. You're but you're gonna, in like you're, you're going to write a cruise ship. That's basically yeah. what it is. It's a cruise. Everything is inclusive, cruise. but it's a cru- cruise on rails. That sounds terrible. And it's awesome. That sounds terrible. I, I think would it's rather cheaper than the standard there's cruise. Literally, <laughs> there's literally nothing. I I I actually have just found something I would rather do less than go on a cruise. Ride the Orient Express, oh, Sonny boy. I I gotta say, I would pay money. Would you pay two thousand pounds to shadow you around on a cruise ship? Oh, it's the worst. I, I oh no no, I would never go on a man. cruise ship. I would never go on a cruise. He ship. would man hang alive. out at the bar the entire time. He would hang out. I, at the bar. No, he wouldn't. Because there'd be people come up to talk to him. You know, you know how I. You know, you know, you know how you can get me on a cruise ship cruise. if the Weekly Standard paid me money to do a live substandard show. Oh yeah, I'm from the stage. But it would have to be a lot of money. 
It would have to be a because I'm not I'm not I because you couldn't you I like I couldn't imagine being actually on a ship for any extended period of time. It's the worst. It's the, we have airplanes for a reason now. Okay, we should sink all the ships to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Thank you, Sunny Bunch. Uh, do we have any further thoughts on this matter? No. Okay. Um, all right. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. It do we know is. what we're doing next week? For a show. Did we discuss this already? I don't know, but you know you had mentioned you Justice had mentioned, League. Three well, hour Justice, Justice League show. Well, well, we'll have we'll have the Justice League slash Zack Snyder farewell to the mm-hmm. DCEU show. But we'll also you you had mentioned a bracket of some no, sort. That sounds for, too hard now. I don't quite understand how that would work. Food bracketology. But I don't think that would I don't think that would work. I don't I don't quite <clears> agree. <throat> we'll have to discuss this off. Well there. here here's what here's what my idea was. Mm. I set up a bracket. Placing all the foods in their various places. Why would you get to choose the seeds? Yeah, you, you have, have the worst. There would you be tofurkey would be, on there. would be on the bracket. It would be terrible. You know what? Great, you do the work. No, we don't want to do the work. That's the whole no, point. We don't, we, I do yeah, enough work is, for this, this damn show. Yeah, well, you we guys all, can try doing some of it. Wa- and oh, I'm sorry. Oh, excuse me. Maybe we'll start eight hundred words every week. And we'll start this taping is where out. It falls apart. Roslyn, man. Hey, you get to beat that. Fifty-four, fifty-three. Great. Fifty-four, fifty-three. Um, I was simply volunteering to do the work so that you guys could then sit and vote on things and make it all make the bracket happen. But here's but that's okay. No, but that's here's okay. But you here's, can do the work. Here's what I don't understand. Like, would it just be we would we would have a matchup and then the three of us would vote live on the show? We just sort of figure it out as we go. Like, uh, yeah, green beans wins that and move forward green and march casserole. every march everything towards. And I then would you disagree could on every point. Something. If green bean casserole didn't win the whole point. thing, I would riot. No, that was it. That's it. Burn sofas. The um, <clears throat> It's also the 30th anniversary of the greatest Thanksgiving movie of all time, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, as Brian, listen to Brian Fodden brings up. That is that is the best Thanksgiving it movie. Is, it is. Do you remember the book that John Candy's reading at the airport when yeah. Steve Martin spots him? He says, wait a minute, I know that guy and was a guy who stole his cab. Uh, the, the novel he's reading, uh, John Candy's reading, is called Canadian Mounted. <laughs> It's a picture of a, a woman on fours. It's really quite something. That's fantastic. It's is very, that a real? It's very John Hughes. Is that a real book? I don't think so, but uh, you can see the image of John uh, Candy reading it, so it's great. Okay, Spirit of the Week is the same as last week. It's it's really growing on me, actually. This is the filibuster, the boondoggler, uh, and it is uh, partly in a regular sort of American uh, white oak, French oak, and sherry cask. And uh, was much needed for this episode. Yes. I thought this was a good episode. Yeah, was this absolutely. not a good episode? It was a great episode, this but not I a just good episode? needed to get through. Um, okay, corrections and additions. Apparently, I told everybody yes. something that will kill them. I just, JBL, do you want to you want to explain what? No. I could just a no? substandard listener says binge drinker binge drinkers at college. Jeff, who, substandard listener well, Jeff. I don't know if he wants to use his name. Who took Tyl- uh, binge drinkers at college who take Tylenol and acetaminophen to deal with a hangover died of liver failure yeah. as a result. All right, that's different than ibuprofen. Different chemical structure. I right, wa- doctor. Last acetaminophen and ibuprofen very break, different. Break it down for us. Well, they do the same thing. But they do it. They, they're blood thinners. Okay. Anyway, they I, do it differently. I want to yes. know how many of our the mechanism, how as many we call it, is is different, but they achieve the delivery. same goal. How many of our listeners? No, that's delivery. Delivery is different. How many of our listeners died this week because of your advice, Sonny? <laughs> if you, if, if, right, if you're one of on. these, if you're one of I'm these, I'm sorry, listeners, but sorry, the, if the you're Grim one of Reaper the, over here yeah. is trying to blame yeah. Sonny for killing if, people. If, if you're one of these listeners who have died, please let us know. Uh, so here the is angel of death, the man who's responsible look, for the deaths of first dozens have a, of celebrities. I do have a bit of advice. First, first off, B six apparently B six is what people take. First off, or B twelve. Gary Busey did the shots. If you are, if you yes, are taking, yes, look at him. If you're taking health advice from the substandard, you probably deserve to die. That's number one. But number two, the the health risks are when you're talking about massive amounts of alcohol consumption paired with massive amounts of ibuprofen or acetaminophen. Uh, consumption and there's a reason I didn't say Tylenol is because mm-hmm. like that is like a way of suicide is mm-hmm. tr- eating mm-hmm. a bottle of Tylenol mm-hmm. and drinking a mm-hmm. gallon that, of vodka. That'll do it. That'll that'll destroy your liver and you'll die horribly. Don't do that. But if you are if you are you know having mm-hmm. a moderate to heavy drinking night and you throw back 400 milligrams two tablets of ibuprofen well under the 2000 or 3000 you know you know recommended limit you should probably be fine now look there's a very good chance that in 30 years my liver's just going to shut the f down you mean 30 I, 30 months 30 but but i assume by then we'll have the robots 
the little mini robots that'll yes. go in there and yes. repair it all. Yes, so I, I don't believe, care. I believe Whatever. the robot is called dialysis. Yeah, oh no, it's for that's your fine. kidneys. You Sorry. get the you get the nanobots. Nanobots gonna be in there. Figure it all out. And you got into Georgetown and I did. Yes, that's right, JVL. Okay. Um, that is all the time we are giving to this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victory to Mattis, at Sunny Bunch. At JV Last. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Just type in substandard on a podcast. We're there. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Until next time. <laughs>I'll take thoughts. You know, I have a uh, big life choice. You got something in a bag I there. I what the hell is going on? I have a little on? bit of a prop, but you can end right, on your go life on. choice. No, I was just, no, I'm no, no, What's no, your no, life choice? I'm What's your life to, choice? I'm not ready to share it yet. Okay, right. I'll go first. In my bag, I told the kids, Halloween candy, whatever oh. you don't like, whatever you don't like, rejected Halloween candy, put in my bag, and smarties. we'll see what people say. So Give I'm me smarties. Reaching in. I'm reaching in. Okay, here we go. Ready? Number one. Generic lollipop. Yeah, those oh. are trash. That's that's oh. like the, the most trash. That's it's doctor's in, office lollipop. That's like in the plastic. There's no label. Okay. Hold on. Hold, hold that up so I can take a picture of it real quick. I need that. We need we need people to see this one. Even exactly. though it's and look, the sugar is crystallizing yes, on it. Yes. I'm sorry. Uh, sure. hold on, hold the on. high fructose corn. The high syrup. fructose corn. And it's only been okay. a week. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. Okay. Next. Milky Way. Wow. Oh, interesting. It's got all the nougat. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. That, okay. All right. right. All right. Here we go. There's only one of each I have here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, Laffy Taffy. Laffy the Taffy. Problem with, the problem with Laffy Disgusting. Taffy is that it sticks to the thing. It, well, this like, is if, the thing. It, yeah, it's you, a conspiracy by the dentist. Didn't yep. you say that? It was a conspiracy by the dentist. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Really? Oh, Three Musketeers. Bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> I'm not even taking kids? a photo You're of that. saying that to my kids? You tell your kids to get better taste. Oh, here's one for you. Oh, trash. Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Not loved. I do. I so I had one yesterday. Twizzlers are trash. It did taste like a movie theater. It okay. tastes like it tastes. Oh, interesting. Oh, you know what? I I'm gonna have to disagree strongly. But it's I, gummy. It's not life normal saver. Life saver. Hold on, hold on. This is lifesaver gummy. Okay. Here's here's the problem with this is that I actually had one of these because it was in our it was in my daughter's bag and I I kind of liked it. Okay. I kind of liked it. Oh yeah. Starburst. No. Starburst. Garbage. Wait a minute. Wasn't that no. on your list, Sonny? Starburst is Starburst so good. On your list? Okay. Oh. Ooh. This was not I on told our you. list. The Ryan Leaf of chocolates. Kit wow. Kat. Kit Kat. Wow. I, I, I I'm having the Kit Kat. I love Kit Kat. I cannot. Oh, and then another Laffy Taffy. Well, yeah, well, but this one, one is flavored banana. Banana's the, the best worst flavor, of though. All. Oh, no. The banana runs <sighs> so good. You know what, Sonny? You get it. Oh. Yes. Okay. JVL. All right, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs>